Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher. And uh, there's only one thing I'd like to talk about today, and that's the war in Israel. And you may know, Israel is called Startup Nation. Off the top, let me say, the pain and suffering of what's happening is unbelievable, unbearable. My heart goes out to um, Israel, all Israelis, and all Jews around the world. Um, I recently read a LinkedIn post by a Jew living in um, Britain who said this has affected all Jews around the world. And uh, I got to believe he's right. Uh, I have known and been friends with, played with as kids, grew up and worked with uh, Jews and Israelis my entire professional life. And I, like I said, as a little boy, for some reason, most of my friends tended to be Jewish and, uh, and Italian. Second, I also want to say, um, I have spoken with many Arabs since this happened. There's a very big difference between uh, an Arab or a pa- Palestinian and Hamas. They are not the same thing. My Arab friends wanted to stress that to me. My heart goes out to all the innocent Arabs in Gaza and in the region who are suffering and uh, also um, experiencing extraordinary pain and loss. And, um, well, I've never been the victim of war. I do know what it's like to have people attack somebody you love at 3 a.m., rob, kidnap, and kill them. And uh, I hope that's not something you have experienced that you know the pain of. It is a very unique thing to um, love somebody who's been murdered and taken. Now, about Startup Nation. Some people don't realize how important tech is to Israel and how important Israel is to tech. If you've been in the technology industry for a while, you've probably worked with Israelis. Uh, For the better part of my professional life, I've worked with Israeli entrepreneurs, engineers, and executives. I can tell you categorically, I love working with them. The Israelis I know are smart, tough, driven, no-nonsense result producers. And if you want to get really big shit done in tech, work with a group of Israelis. Now, Israel has been branded as startup nation for quite a while. It has the highest concentration of tech startups in the world. The tech sector in Israel is a major contributor to the country's economy and to the tech economy globally. Technology is 18%, 1-8% of Israel's GDP, and 14% of all of its salaried people. Approximately half a million, 500,000 people work in tech in Israel. Think about that. That's a country of 10 million people, roughly. And technology is 50%, 5-0, of Israel's total exports. Additionally, the Israelis created a very innovative, simple, and powerful framework where they co-locate startups in Israel and the U.S., typically with engineering uh, in Israel and uh, kind of sales marketing and a split of exec functions in the U.S. And this co-location model has been in place for the better part of 20 years, maybe more. And frankly, that innovation model is envied around the world because you can have a company founded by Israelis, started by Israelis, that is also a U.S.-based company, and they get, candidly, the best of both worlds. And uh, Israeli engineers are second to none. It also turns out that there are 6,000 tech companies operating in Israel. 
And uh, of those 6,000 companies, they include most of the mega names from HP, IBM, SAP, Intel, Apple, Cisco, NVIDIA, Google, Amazon, uh, Facebook, Microsoft, and, and many, many others. And so the impact of this war, of course, will be borne out by Israelis and Jews around the world. This is being called the darkest day in Jewish history since the end of the Holocaust. It's being called, quote-unquote, R-9-11. And in addition to Jews in Israel and around the world, it will also be felt by virtually every major tech company in the world and those of us who work with our Israeli and Jewish friends. Right now, all of those tech companies, and frankly every company operating in Israel, is scrambling to secure and support their people. Uh, I've talked with many Israeli friends and texted with many Israeli friends since this war started. And uh, what they tell me is there's virtually nobody in Israel who doesn't know someone or know of someone who's either missing or dead. Remember, this is a small country. Further, there are approximately 15,000 Israeli tech startups. And in the startup world, there's about 100,000 employees in 2021, Israeli tech company startups raised a record $25.6 billion in VC funding. So my heart aches for Israel. My heart aches for all the innocent souls in the Middle East. And um, now justice must be served. Yes, we pray for peace. And Israel has the right to justice and to defend itself. I also pray for the day that um, we can all get back to building legendary companies. The startups that I know in Israel, um, artwork, they're writing code, they're creating plans, they're hiring people. I talked to a CEO who had new employees starting this week. And that's a testament to the Israeli and Jewish spirit. That with their country at war and their countrymen trying to rescue over a hundred hostages and uh, capture and kill terrorists. In the tech world, Israelis are at work. Now, um, I want to share a different perspective on this horror show with a question. What if thousands of terrorists came across the Mexican-U.S. border into Laredo, Texas, and San Diego, California, and raped, killed, and beheaded, and kidnapped 35,000 Americans. Because proportionally, that's what just happened to Israel. And I think that's, at least in part, why some are calling it their 9-11, and some are even saying, these are their words, not mine, that it's worse than 9-11. To me, everything's just a spectrum of evil. So, if 35,000 Americans were slaughtered in one day, how would you feel, particularly if you're American, and how would the United States respond? I've also had some assholes on social media say, oh yes, well, what would Israel do if that happened? Would Israel support us? Well, the good news is, to those assholes, we don't have to ask that question. We know exactly what Israelis do when America attacked. You see, after 9-11, September, September 11, 2001, Israel acted 
then Prime Minister Ariel Sharon condemned the attacks immediately and declared a day of mourning and solidarity with the U.S. He stated, and I quote, The fight against terror is an international struggle of the free world against the forces of darkness. Israelis had candlelight vigils. Spontaneous memorial sites were set up in parts of the country. Israelis showed deep sympathy for the U.S. as they could relate to the horrors of terrorism. The Israeli government increased its security cooperation with the United States. The Israeli government, in the, after the attacks of 9-11, shifted its foreign policy towards counterterrorism to work with the United States and position itself as a partner in a global fight with the U.S., and Israelis offered assistance to families of victims. Further, in Jerusalem, the 9-11 Living Memorial Plaza was dedicated in 2009, making it the first monument outside the U.S. to list all the names of all the victims of the 9-11 attacks. So, to those uh, who say, what would Israel do for us? We know the answer to that question, because they did it. And so if 35,000 Americans were dead today, America would be on the attack. And they would go and hunt down those who did it and bring them to justice. And that's exactly what the Israelis are going to do. And it is their right to do it. Now, in the coming days, there will be more anti-Semitic hate spread. Students at Harvard came out in support of Hamas, many student groups. And as of this recording, at least in my interpretation, the leadership of Harvard has not responded appropriately to this anti-Semitic hate. Propaganda is already being fabricated against the Israeli people. Many will forget that there are approximately 1.6 million Palestinian Arabs living in Israel today. The Arab Arab population in Israel is about 20% of the population, and they live together in peace. One of the famous quotes from Golda Meir is where she said, if the terrorists in the Middle East put down their weapons, we'd have peace. And if the Israelis put down their weapons, we'd have no more Israelis. Now listen, I'm not here to defend everything that ever that Israel has done throughout its life I certainly don't defend everything the United States has done I don't defend everything I've done and so has Israel made mistakes certainly however nothing nothing absolutely fucking nothing gives Hamas the right to do what they just did this is pure evil this is not about Arab versus Jew 20% of the population in Israel is Arab. This is about evil. And now it's about justice. 